0: Greetings and welcome to the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. The calendar and the traditional mail and email flooding into our respective boxes tells us all that it is time to make selections for health insurance coverage for 2021. What is there to see that is different this year? One major change is that there are fewer choices for health insurance coverage in major population centers here in the United States. Fewer choices for insurance coverage will mean that insurance companies will have even more influence on what they will cover and how much they will pay. Fewer choices means less competition, and less competition means the marketplace will have limited influence. For those who want alternatives to traditional health insurance, are there any, and what are they? How this will impact the American public, and what might be done about it is what the founder, of the Houston Healthcare Initiative, Dr. Stephen Goldstein will help us all understand better. Dr. Goldstein, let's talk about the shrinking number of commercial options available for consumers. There are now 15 states with a single commercial health insurance provider that owns a statewide market share of 50% or more. That all by itself is a major indication that there is shrinking competition among providers and thus fewer choices for consumers. What can or should any of us do about this lack of choice?
1: Well, the first best thing we can all do is get educated about this topic. Listening to this podcast is a good first step. The lack of competition makes things better for the owners and operators of insurance companies and more challenging for everyone else. The health insurance choices that are often available are just not very good. Yeah, health
0: insurance, kind of like a lot of things, it's it's sold as a commodity that people shop for a lot of times on price. The public has a lot of hurdles when it comes to getting decent health care coverage. And when it comes to some of the cheap policies, what are some of the more common problems people have with those?
1: Well, there are a lot of policies sold to the public that don't do anything except take their money. Some of these plans that are offered at a low price are short-term policies that will not cover pre-existing conditions, and they cap the patient's coverage at very low amounts. They they try hard to look alike other better policies. Frequently, the only difference is in the fine print. They even have card designs that are very similar to the better insurance cards. Any of all of these helps lead to confused clerks, patients, and denied claims.
0: Yeah, and and so with respect to these. These uh, look-alikes, what can you say to people?
1: Well, uh, just buyer beware. More often than not, we will get what we pay for. So if you buy a cut-rate plan, do not expect to get top-flight coverage. And yeah. Look at the fine print very carefully.
0: Yeah, I think that's just excellent advice for, for everybody. So let's switch gears to what's called uh, catastrophic insurance. These come with high deductibles and limited coverage for office visits, tests, and prescription drugs. What is your view of those type policies?
1: Well, there is a reason to like these policies, and here is why. If someone is hurt in an automobile accident or develops a cancer, this is a very good policy to have. But there is a benefit that is not discussed very often. You can pay cash for medical services below the deductible.
0: Okay, cash... I didn't realize that 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 was even an option. Can I even pay cash when I go to the doctor?
1: Not only can you pay cash, when you do, you will be charged less than what the insurance company has to pay. The doctor's office has additional overhead costs, including excessive paperwork for the physician and physician staff associated with insurance. A cash payment eliminates much of this overhead, and thus savings can be passed on to the patient.
0: Okay, this sounds just too good to be true. Um, could you elaborate for us a bit?
1: We are right. It is only partly true. Unfortunately, we do not have a free market in health care. Because Medicare and insurance companies reimburse hospitals at a higher rate for tests and procedures than private physicians, hospitals are in the process of buying up physician practices to capture the higher fees. They do not discount their prices for cash the same way that private physicians do.
0: So, okay, so if you avoid hospital doctor groups, you can shop for routine medical care and choose a high-deductible health insurance.
1: You are right. And it's the reason that high-deductible plans are a good option. When there is little chance you're going to meet the deductible anyway, it allows patients the freedom to choose any provider. When paying cash, every provider is in your network because they all accept cash. When you pay cash, you save money overall because you don't have to choose a more expensive insurance plan.
0: Now, if a patient chooses cash instead of going through the the high-deductible insurance policy, does that count toward the deductible? Well,
1: unfortunately, it does not. And that's an important detail. But remember this. Most people who have these types of policies will never reach the deductible, so it doesn't matter. Remember, too, the reason for buying catastrophic insurance is in case of a catastrophe. Even if in one year you've met the deductible, and otherwise you would save money in the other years, and this will more than make up for it. Place your savings in an HSA, a health savings account, and in a few years it will cover the deductible, and then you will have what everyone would like, namely free health care.
0: Yeah, this is way different than than what I've always thought. I thought we all bought health insurance to get access to lower prices through group purchases, but it sounds like that's just the opposite.
1: That's right. Now, this is not absolute. Hospitals negotiate a discounted rate with insurance company and charge uninsured a sticker price that is dramatically higher. One could also obtain these discounted hospital rates from a healthcare cooperative, though, at lower costs than most insurance companies. Hospitals will only reluctantly negotiate discounts with individuals. Private imaging centers, private surgery centers, and private doctors like it when you pay cash.
0: Why can they offer a lower cash price?
1: Well, most practices must employ at least one full-time person to do nothing but work with the insurance companies on claims and payments. Another person is necessary just to verify your insurance is active and your doctor visit is approved. Even after all this paperwork is done, another person has to get approval for tests and procedures. And finally, sometimes six months or more after the visit, insurance companies will inform the doctor they made a mistake and the payment made to the doctor must be refunded. This is known as a clawback. When people pay cash directly, administrative costs are dramatically reduced.
0: So this being the case, why don't more doctors make a bigger deal out of this?
1: Many are. In fact, if you visit the Houston Healthcare Initiative website, there is an entire section devoted to practices that will accept cash and even the prices of procedures. Can I give you the web address?
0: It's your show, so I guess so.
1: <laughs> well, good. It's And If anyone listening would like to post the cash prices of their medical practice, then please contact us and we will make it happen at no charge.
0: Okay, that, that's great. And what Dr. Goldstein described today about the cash price for medical care being less than the insured price really runs counter to what so many of us, including me, have always thought that the insurance company negotiated lower prices based on the number of insured who were buying in bulk, but that's just not so. And like he told us, there are dozens of medical practices that accept cash and offer those lower priced options too. And I happen to know there's over 200 of them that you can see simply by visiting the Houston Healthcare Initiative website, which again is www.houstonhealthcareinitiative.org. Go there and see them all. As always, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about us and please come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast.